0: Earth is ghetto, I wanna leave, can you beam me up? I'm mad on the street by the corner
1: store, you know the one Got a bright shirt on, so
2: I'm easy to see. I've been dying. Li-
3: Morning, good, good morning.
4: Good morning, you raggedy ass knuckle dragon ass bitches. How is oh everyone doing this much
1: <laughs> Not knuckle dragon, but no.
4: <laughs> How y'all doing this morning? My name is Viola Davis,
1: uh, and I am Morgan Freeman. I have been sixty since I was fourteen years old.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and also apparently um i don't believe racism exists anymore because i have money it's great
4: ooh, girl come on lil wayne
1: asap <laughs> rocky uh rihanna by association girl I'm anyway here. so
4: <laughs> mental health check in.
1: yes first things first let's do our mental health check-in please let me know baby since ooh, it's monday child how was your weekend
4: I was, I just took a last minute vacation. I went to Atlanta and got drunk and bar hopped and, you know, just did, I was just doing what the fuck I wanted to do for once. So I will say this, for us to be living in a capitalistic world, society, I'm doing okay. For it to be a capitalistic society, I'm doing decent.
5: Cause I can't, <laughs> I always
4: question like, am I really doing good on the capitalism and white supremacy? But for those two things to be existing, I'm I'm okay. All right. So my weekend was
1: crazy. I'm not gonna go into detail, but I gotta stop dating cis men. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop. I got I gotta stop doing that. Um. So, yeah, cause yeah, they'd be traumatizing, but anyway, Um, I'm better now. Things are great Um, as like I said, uh, like you said, as much as we can be under the oppression of actual slavery. Um, So uh, (laughs) let's go ahead and um, get into the very first topic um and also for anyone listening please uh we always do this mental check-in um every morning please let us know how you are actually doing because when we actually ask how are you we actually want to know the answers and want to respond to the answers but let's jump into this first topic and i just have to want i just want you to explain why you decided uh to make this the first topic this morning
4: well The reason I want to make this the first topic is because it's just amazing how so many cishet people are so dedicated to just being shitty to people who are already going through shit in the first place. Amaya Scott made a tweet, and this should have just been a common sense thing, what she said in this tweet. You would think in 2022, all she said in this tweet was the T word, but she actually put the actual word, The starts with the T, ends with the Y. Notice how I can explain something and not actually still use a slur. Notice how I can explain something and not use a slur and say, hey, was well, it's, it's just out of don't take it out of context, I'm just using it for an example. I can still do that, but anyways, she said the T word is a slur, so if you respect and support trans people, do not use this word and then, baby, let me tell you, these straight people was mad in these comments for whatever reason that she said that, talking about. Well, listen. Just live your life. It's too many rules. It's just becoming too much. And if the person is using it in an insulting way, just keep on moving. You okay? And no, again, just black folks in these comments saying this dumbass shit. The next time a white person calls you a nigga and he was just saying, "Well, I ain't mean it. I was just playing. It's not in an insulting way." Just keep on moving. Don't even acknowledge they ass because you being too sensitive, I- right?
1: I only said it in the song. It wasn't in context. I didn't say it in a disrespectful manner. And just like uh, Aaron said, like it literally takes two extra brain cells to be respectful. That's it. It's a T word. I don't. I don't say that shit. That shit is Just. Uh, just like um, Aaron can say uh, the F word because it has been uh, lobbed at them in in that manner um i would never use it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use the term because it's never been lobbed at me in an oppressive manner the same way i'm not gonna use the t-slur that's never been lobbed at me at an oppressive manner like i don't understand why this is really hard for people um to get and it's like and we just they sound so much like white people that it's scary um they refuse to put like the cognitive dissonance is real. We can't compare the T word um, to black. I'm sorry. Why not? <laughs> you know, just I'm Why? Because as far as the, the T word has killed people, the N word has killed people. I would like to know what the difference is. We're both it's both actual hate based on your identity, right? Isn't that what we're talking about? So if it's hate based on your identity, tell me why these two things are so different. Why you can't understand? Like when? What if white people were just to say, "Guess what? Uh, the N word is for all of us." Sorry, mm. you don't get to have control over a word. It's just a word.
2: I just Do you see really how wish...
1: that sounds? Dismissive, disrespectful, and all kinds of fucked up. Hate is the only thing that unites you, bitches. And I'm so completely sure you don't even have a fucking identity.
4: You don't why
3: have
4: an identity. Just, Go ahead. I just want to know why it's so hard for cishead Black people to be okay with having two truths and that be okay. Like it's like again, the only thing that's keeping y'all from being conservative is race. But when it comes to homophobia, transphobia, colorism, misogynoir, war, femphobia, hell, ableism, because girl, it's like damn. So we two things can't be right. You how stops comparing it to the n-word why the fuck not bitch they're getting killed out here because of that fucking word how many
1: black trans women died with the t-word being the last thing they fucking heard how Mm. many black people have died with the n-word being the last thing they fucking heard stop it your cognitive dissonance at this point is annoying and i don't even care i don't care about what you decide you want to bring to the a conversation in reference to a, go- a goddamn argument. You just don't give a fuck about people, and you don't want to admit that. You don't want to admit the fact that you're just a bad person. Let me tell you something. They're so upset about being called the actual slur, because uh, uh, for them, racist is a slur. You call somebody racist. Oh my god, how dare you call me racist? Let me tell you something. They don't. They care more about being called a racist than they are about being actual good people. That's why that allyship can suck a dick. Mm
4: hmm. Yeah, it, it, it mainly be these white liberals too that be, oh my god, I have hashtag BLM in my bio, so I'm not racist, even though I just told you I have to pull your pants up because that's what's wrong with your kind, now, girl. I see right through that shit. But it's just it pisses me off when people can't see how these two things can correlate, and then for straight people to be like, well, it's just hard to keep up with y'all because y'all always coming up with some rules and stuff. Okay, well if that's the case. Well, goddammit, you niggas are always coming up with your own shit. Why the fuck can I say nigga in a goddamn rap song? You niggas are being too goddamn sensitive. You see how that shit works? That's how you sound when you tell a trans person who is getting killed from the T word, stop being sensitive. That's exactly how y'all sound, and you don't even realize it.
1: If they actually knew just a sliver of their history, they would know what a betrayal to their ancestors they really are. And it's really disgusting because they'll pretend to be pro-Black. Mm. Those same people are calling, saying, oh, there's just too many things to keep up with, and I just I should be able to say the, say the T-slur. You just go live your life. It doesn't matter what I say. You should be fine.
4: Any Black person that keeps saying that they're pro-Black every other sentence, I don't trust them because they be the main ones calling my Black ass a faggot especially the straight ones especially usually if i meet
1: a black queer person and they're pro-black i feel like i can still feel safe in that space but once i walk into a straight black space and uh, they start talking about pro-blackness i know automatically without even thinking i'm not a part of the conversation Mm-hmm. I know automatically as soon as I open my mouth to say, well, we have other things to fight for within the black community, I would have uh, 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 immediately extricated, sorry, you're not a part of the community, even though you're indoctrinating all of our children and you, but you don't matter, but you matter, whatever. Y'all need to pick a struggle.
4: I'm over it. They Again, they cannot walk and chew them at the same time. I could to sit here and tell you, hey, you know, this black trans woman got killed and she and this clothes is still got killed from straight black men well we ain't talking about BT. we trying to keep things black bitch you just said that you're pro-black she's trans but she's also still black intersectionality look up the fucking definition that shit never made any sense to me and they still use that well y'all always trying to bring up y'all stuff we're trying to keep things black bitch being queer is a black thing since the beginning of time, it has always been a black thing. Look up your history on Africa before they was colonized by the white folks. And you will see that for you to be so transphobic, you are betraying your ancestors because again, transness and androgynous people were worshiped. It's something that you're not going to be able to
1: fight. You can't fight history and you can't fight facts um so everybody's especially the straight community they love to say oh we believe facts over feelings those are facts for that ass you're the only one who has feelings about them i want to make that very fucking clear um i try to avoid these types of comment sections especially on you know pages like hollywood unlocked and the shade room and all of these things they are so and i don't care that jason whatever the fuck his name is gay he doesn't care. He cares about money only. Don't give a fuck about nothing else. He will up. You'd be saying some transphobic uh, stuff too. And like, there you go. That's probably why they don't give a fuck about what's happening in their comment sections, even though that's literally breeding violence. Those kinds of things breed violence. We say that they're words just now, until people are dying from them. But they're already dying from them. So why aren't we?
4: I just. I just want to say for the straight people who are out here saying because I saw this a lot in the comments just live your life and your truth all these rules are just too much if a person is using isn't using it insultingly just keep on moving and just live your life okay so the next y'all sound just like white people that say I don't see color just live your life Mm. if if, if they insult it just keep on moving just only you can live in your easier said than done bitch (laughs) And it coming from Black people,
1: it's such a slap in the fucking face. As if you don't know what it is to be a marginalized and oppressed community. How are you able to put these type of uh, of blinders or even rose-colored glasses on to pretend that it's only you that is suffering? And as soon as we are queer, we somehow cannot suffer from anything that is racist. What the fuck?
6: What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about?
4: You remember that episode when What's-His-Name was like, he was shocked that we was putting out so many facts about white supremacy and as if us being queer just means that our blackness is gone. This, This is why I will always say I'm neither before the other. They're both on the same level. I'm black and queer because for him to be so shook that me and you knew this much information about the system and white supremacy and how that works Oh, I ain't expect y'all to know this stuff about white people because y'all are gay. Bitch, we're still black too. Like, what are you what what are you talking about? That's it's why I insane. will continue. I will always drag it's- the everlasting fuck out of Hoteps, Israelites, Moors, and all these other black nationalist groups who like to use the divide and conquer tactics, which is a white supremacist thing. They like to use basically take white supremacy and put blackface on it and want power instead of equality, I'm going to continue to drag these dusty niggas. Because they are dangerous as fuck, and they are holding us back.
1: Bro, they want to say we're holding back the community. This shit is bananas. Um, And, you know, I was, I was also thinking, like, this kind of ignorance is spreading so much to the point that People are just taking on patriarchy and putting whatever color they have on their skin and putting it on it. It's really, really disgusting. It's like, we look at um, like extremist Muslim countries with Sharia law that, oh, you're so terrible. How dare you go ahead and oppress your women and make them cover up. But then that's all men uphold is women who are covered up, even though that doesn't stop you from being assaulted. Even though that doesn't stop anything from happening, it's like how do you? It, it's crazy to me. It's like how can you see something that's doing exactly what you're doing? Maybe a more extreme version, but exactly what you're doing, and then have the audacity to be like, "You're the the miscreant." You're the like how?
4: How? Yeah, it's a it's a mess. Uh, I'm, and we wonder why we can't get nowhere. Like again. You're pro-black, but you're not. Or you're pro-black, but you're you're going to say that I'm not a part of the culture because I'm gay and all this other dumbass shit. Black men have this way of, um, they're, again, adopting white supremacist ideas. Because I hear it all the time from black nationalists or hoteps. Oh, as black people, we are God's chosen people. So that way, so it's like we deserve to be in power and instead of wanting equality. We actually are the chosen ones from God. So they take that again. White folks have been saying that, but they're taking that and saying that black people are actually the ones that God chose. But if you're gay, that's a European thing. If you're a, a, if you're all these things, that's not part of us. I don't. It's, hey. a, it's a mess. This whole God, then man, then woman thing is. Girl, do your research?
5: Saying?
1: And I just want to, and I just, dear Hoteps, Moors, Israelites, whatever the fuck that you're calling yourself, I just want to let you know really quickly, how dare you warp and distort African spirituality in this way? You are disgusting. You are literally furthering white supremacy with every word and every step and every breath. And honestly, I hope you die.
4: Quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, quickly. that's it. That's it. That's
4: it. That's it. But we're not going to get anywhere with them. We're not. They, there was, I just heard a talk on here the other day. Talk, they were listening to um. Dr. Umar spread out some dumbass shit and was saying, yeah, that makes total sense. People... It's so many Dr. Umars and Kevin Samuels out there. Listen. But, yeah, this is why. I don't know. I don't know what we can do from this because that was that really pissed me the fuck off. And then, one of the comments, the fact that it was mostly sis black women in these comments is what shook me. That's what shook me because don't call me cis. If we can't say the T-word, then you need to stop calling me cis. Bitch, the term cisgender ain't getting your dumb ass killed. It is a scientific term. It's been around. Y'all, once again, y'all are so shook and in distress when you think that, oh, it's your first time hearing something, so it must be new. No, bitch, it's not. The term cis, cisgender, C-I-S, is not getting your ass killed. And you don't have to disclose that shit. Like, trans, y'all get on my fucking nerves. Y'all really do.
1: You shouldn't call me, sis. Okay, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I need you to open up a biology book. Or just, you know, a web WebMD. If, if you, you know, whatever cisgendered transgendered it's just telling the difference they're not okay they're not gonna be okay um and i also want to say the biphobia of black women and this is for straight and queer black women y'all fucking disgust me it happens on both sides because black lesbians are pride themselves so much on being gold star lesbians that when they're finally with somebody who's touched dick before, oh no, we can't do this. You're going to leave me for a man. Same thing with uh straight women. Oh no, I can't. You can't be bi because you're going to leave me for a man. Do you see how it sounds really similar? I
4: was, I'm going to say this and I'm not, I really don't give a fuck. Uh, if, you, women, if you're biphobic and you're the type to say I can't date a bisexual man you're also homophobic, you don't like gay people this whole, oh I love gay people I just don't, my man has to pick a side no bitch, you are homophobic because you see that as a weakness, You the thought of him being with another man, you see that as and if anything, it's also self-misogyny as well
1: it kills me it kills me and you know what it sucks because the reason why biphobic women do it is literally because of what other people think oh my goodness people can't know that they left me for a man they left me for a man like i turned them gay like it's it's really sad it's really sad we're in this spot and it's really sad that um society literally Uh, perpetuates the same bullshit and it's very small pockets of people like you and me and our listeners who are willing to see through the bullshit and be like "Mm, this still sounds like a derivative of racism I'm sorry that you can't realize it that's not my fault
4: because all these like these things like when I see people will stop comparing the t-word to the n-word yes the fuck I can because transphobia homophobia all this shit came from white supremacy so actually, yes, I can the fuck compare it to fucking black folks being caught the inward racism and shit. Because bitch, where the fuck did it come from? We know where. It's in place.
1: Ooh. All right. Groovy.
0: Good morning, you're in and said. Morning, Bob. Good morning. Queen China.
6: Hey, what's good? It's my two favorite people. What's going on this lovely Monday morning? I see we are mad. Who don't piss off? Who I got to trip? Yeah, they can <laughs> die slowly. I, I I suggest slowly because, uh, yeah, that just sounds better. That sounds like something they deserve. Cause oh, at this point, it just sounds like they hate their blackness. At this point, it sounds like they want to be white. And that's a oh. little <gasps> cringy.
1: Just a tad, right?
2: Just a tad. Issa. <laughs> Good morning, Erin. Good morning.
6: Hey, girl. Morning, Earth is ghetto.
2: Totally. Stop using the T word, ah. It's been some shit going on on here. Um. Aaron, I know you were there when I was on that panel. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Mm. Trying to
2: explain cisgender to those dodo birds. Oh my god, it was horrible. But I learned something new. So now they have this idea that intersectionality is (laughs) anti-black.
4: Yeah, we talked about that.
2: I'm just like, these (sighs) Negroes is really on something else. I I can't even fathom just how just where their brain goes at this point but um aaron i sent you something in your ig uh yeah it's pretty interesting
4: oh i'm scared to check it out i'm gonna check it out yeah yeah yeah, um, oh sorry oh yeah a lot of um i've been hearing that a lot on here too how now Why is it a problem to acknowledge the multiplicity of blackness? Black people are not a monolith. So that's why we have terms like intersectionality to acknowledge people going through. You can be black and disabled. You can be black and a woman. You can be black and queer. You can be black. And it's so many levels. But it seems like the only thing that's keeping black people from being conservative is racism. But when it comes to war, homophobia, and all these other things, they don't want to talk about that. We trying to keep things black. We ain't talking about the LGBT. Well, bitch, I'm queer and black. And if you say that you're pro-black, then you need to uh acknowledge that my existence is here as well and stop calling me a faggot, but you're gonna say that you're pro-black. See, you're not pro-black. If if, if you're gonna be pro-black, you're gonna be pro-me too.
1: Just 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 gonna put that out there. And also, weren't you in a room where somebody thought that an intersectionality was another sexuality? Yeah, girl, okay. <laughs> yeah, that just I, pops into my brain.
4: I asked him, I said, do you know what the term intersectionality is? And then he was like, what's that, another orientation? That's the thing. Y'all always coming up with some more sexuality. Motherfucker. I said intersectionality. What? Where, where the fuck did that come from? What, what he just said. I, I was so confused.
1: What are we talking about? I I, I I really am so tired of dealing with you, ho. Um, but, uh, you the crustiness, the anti-lotion and anti-moisturization of it all, it's why your balls smell like cheese. But moving oh my on. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and, and some of you bitches, your, your, your pussy tastes like house keys because nobody want to drink no fucking water. Everybody want to eat hot cheese. You know, let me stop. All right, uh, on. moving on. Not stop. house anyway.
4: keys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not the... Not pussy smelling like pennies, girl. God don't like ugly. Uh, anyway,
1: um, so we are gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic because we got to talk about the next slur.
4: Who chow? Wait, let's yes. run through these messages first and then move. yes.
6: Roxy. Well shit, that hit my soul, bro. Cause I'm bisexual and dating as a bisexual woman is low key hard if you wanted to date another woman. Cause they really be asking those questions. Oh, have you been with a man before? Shit you have? Ooh. And they vanish or they're like, yeah, nah, I need somebody that's really yep. like only into girls. And I'm like, but that wasn't my profile before you decide to come here, before you decide to hit me up.
7: If two plus two equals four, this shit doesn't add up, yo.
6: (laughs) Right. No. Brad, Queen. Honestly, I think that at this point, they're just bitching and be bitching because they don't even really like women like that. Like, you be Mm -hmm. hearing the way they talk about women. Like, I thought you liked... J, what's happening here like they they literally be talking like they don't like women at all just <clears throat> on some alpha shit like mm-hmm. you're trying to assert your dominance or whatever the fuck you want to call it but it sounds like you're fighting gay tendencies
4: mm. like i like mm-hmm. i said um women any uh if you hear any niggas say that they're alpha male you need to run quickly because Yes, because these be the same niggas who are so homophobic, but, yet yeah, are so hung up on wanting validation from other niggas, but would still tear down gay niggas and women because misogyny and homophobia goes hand in hand. But they're so hyper-masculine and want validation from other niggas. It's a contradiction for me. I don't like that. Right. It, mm, mm, it, it, and honestly, it makes my pussy itch. Like, it's really disgusting.
8: Groovy. <laughs> Well, you can't spell narcissist without the word sis. Oop, that's the two. Ouch.
1: If it hits you, it hits you. Eat, mm-hmm.
2: False alarm, because that, uh, that bill was overturned. So, the don't say gay bill in Florida was overturned. False alarm, false alarm.
1: The don't say gay bill in Florida was overturned? Oh, wow. Oh, oh, okay. So we got to talk about that on Wednesday because, oh, I did not know. I did not know. Uh, Roxy.
6: Oh, good morning. I had to get that out before I lost my train of thought because, yeah, but good morning. Hopefully, y'all enjoy your Monday and that, you know, everything's all chill. And at least I hope one thing makes you smile today for sure.
0: Well,
1: thank you, Roxy. Thank you. Oof. All right, so let's get into um, let's get into the N word again <laughs> for the for for the millionth time on this show. Um, so it has come to me and Aaron's attention that this. Of debate about the N word is coming up again, as it does every two fucking weeks, every seven to ten business days. We have to talk about this shit, and it's really, really irritating to my soul. White people oppress. So, so now the debate is: Well, you know, obviously, and I also want to let people know: Whenever they say shit like this, should black people stop saying the N word, especially when it comes from white people? I, I need y'all to to understand. Um, the only reason that they say should black people stop saying the N word, it's always in response. To us telling them, I need you to not say the N word. Well, no one should be saying it. Black people shouldn't say it either. Now, I feel like we have to make a distinction. It's a very different conversation when we're just talking to black people. So first, we're going to deal with the whites.
4: Right. (laughs) Because they're the ones who oppress, literally hold debates on TikTok. White people are mad because they can't say, well, Kanye West says it and I listen to it in my music and it just slips out. (laughs) No, sit your ass down.
1: (laughs) I just want to say, is it low key because they also think Kanye West is white? I digress. That's
4: that's the tea, because he did say slavery was a choice. So, girl, Mm -hmm. they, they say, yeah, he's on the outside now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he said that we should be able to say it too that's like jesus walks right Fuck you all um so when we're dealing when we're talking to white people not the people who happen to be white but when we are talking to um white people about the n-word um a lot of them are like literally in distress right now they are crying all of the colonizer tears and i am drinking them up in luxury glasses <laughs> but it really kills me because um, this is a conversation we have had a million times before. And at this point, I'm done educating. I'm not educating, especially white people. I'm not educating you bitches at all. You know what the fuck you're doing. You just wanna do it because you're white, because you're entitled, and that's just what it is. Sorry.
4: That's what they use the whole, if I can't say it, no one can say it. Because they're so used to having their own way. Like, okay, goddamn, okay, so if every black person was to stop saying nigga, is that going to end white supremacy? I promise you it won't. If we were just all as a collective, okay, black people stop saying nigga, I guarantee you they still going to be shooting up shit and doing all this other shit they've been doing. It's not going to end it. And yes, we deserve to take a word that was, because that's the least we could get because y'all own every fucking thing else. Take a word that has always been used against us and is still being used against us and take that and use it as power. And that pisses a lot of you motherfuckers off. Preach. Because at this point, I'm
1: I'm really I'm really sick of the fact that people are just committed to misunderstanding at this point. Like, I don't, I, I, again, we're not playing with you. We're not here to educate you no more. Go find your other resources. Go find um, your, uh, the, the black men who absolutely love and adore you, who will co-sign everything you say. Do, do that, do that for me. But don't come to me with your bullshit anymore.
0: So can I say something?
1: Oh, God damn it, Hannah. Every time this shit comes, <coughs> I swear.
0: So my name is Hannah and I'm a white girl. Um, first of all, I just want to say that I love the blacks um, you guys are so cool. I just feel like you used to stop generalizing white people because I believe all lives matter and I feel like if your kind was to stop saying that word. Then maybe we could move forward because like, again, I love the blacks like I love Kool-Aid, but I just feel like you niggas if you was to just pull your fucking pants up. And stop having your music too loud, then you won't get shot by the police, and we can all live in harmony. Like if if I can't say it, then no one should be able to say it because I'm used to having my way. And yeah, but I love the coons. Like I love my best friend's dog is black. Like we good.
1: Yeah, my toenails are white. I understand. So real quick, uh, Hannah. Um, so would us stop saying the N word would have stopped the Buffalo shooter from killing ten people in the grocery store?
0: see once again you're generalizing all white people <laughs> and this is why you niggers are getting shot by the police now <laughs> and i'm not Yo. racist i'm not racist <laughs> i have hashtag blm in my bio and i put a black square in my box who
1: who, who wants to give hannah the guillotine because i'm ready to build one at this point violence, um,
0: but... violence is not the answer
1: Oh, oh i bet it is uh but
0: um,
1: <laughs> um i i'm really i'm really wondering at this point um at this point i'm wondering why we're still trying to educate white people about this that's where i'm at right now
4: oh i've been done doing I like that. i've stop. been stopped doing that i'm not going to educate white people on something that they benefit from the fuck i'm done it's exhausting they don't want to listen
1: and what really what really sucks about this is the fact that um, there are because I got to remember black people and people of color uphold white supremacy. It couldn't continue without us. So there are those of us whom tap dancing ass niggas. I'm just going to let you know um, who have no problem letting non-black people call them the n-word. <sighs> You're a part of the problem. I don't give a fuck if they grew up with you, and then also to those white people who use those same uh, coon-ass token bitches as the reason why they feel like they can say it.
4: Candace Owens.
1: Um. Oh, this is my rationale. Listen, Lil Bobby says I can say it. I, it don't matter to him, Lil Bobby the fuck boy, and he deserves to have his balls removed.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> Look, I want. Yeah, um black people, stop inviting white people to the cookout. I'm going to say it again. Black people, stop with this whole, oh, he's invited to the cookout. Oh, he gets my black card. Stop doing that dumbass shit, because when they come to the cookout, they probably going to shoot that motherfucker up too. Stop inviting white people to the cookout.
1: Oh my goodness, they
4: know how to dance. You can come to the cookout. Then they're going to get too comfortable and think that they can say nigga and tell your ass to pull your pants up. And do all this other sorts of shit. Stop doing that shit. Like, this is a part of the problem.
9: Bruh, I
1: remember there was this post on Instagram where there was this white guy sitting in a car talking about how he was invited to a cookout and he was able to taste all of this delicious food, as if you don't know, nigga, whatever. This fucking clip goes goddamn viral. People all in the comments talking about, oh, i'm so glad and you are invited to any cookout of mine so i was like i had no choice but to comment okay i had no choice <laughs> but to comment because it was in my spirit and i'm petty that's my favorite color my favorite color is petty so i literally was in there like listen you don't get to come to the cookout just because your ancestors fought and killed people for spices that you don't fucking use that take that up with your mammy oh there we go uh listen people who said that, that listen over a thousand likes on that comment. I, I, like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care.
10: <laughs> like, I
1: really see. Don't.
0: I just think that was very racist what you just said
3: oh, because bitch. Uh,
0: I have yo. black friends and we love barbecue. I tried fried chicken for the first time. I usually eat potato salad with raisins in it, but your people are like so awesome. But can you like stop being racist? Black people can be racist too.
1: an example an example and it makes me want to tear out my actual eyebrows and i ain't got <laughs> none i barely got any eyebrows left my nigga i gotta try and figure out that whole issue
10: uh so, oh you have messages the Mademoiselle. hey guys how you doing grand rising um, i'm gonna be nasty i i'm not transfer transform whatever transform me or whatever i'm i'm not that But I do want to ask a question. What do y'all think about transgenders breaking records? Matter of fact, it's not even transgenders. It's only transgender females breaking women records. But I don't hear nothing about transgender men breaking no male records. Like, how do y'all feel about that?
1: You need to Google because there are trans men that have um, actually won several records. And when we talk about trans women who are winning um, records, um, there was one person. I think it was a swimmer specifically that they were putting up saying, oh, my goodness, they won um, a gold medal. And of course, it was against women and so on and so forth, not taking into account that after their transition, they lost most of their races. yeah they don't they nobody wants to see this is when context actually matters i swear people be taking using the word context and just using it to whatever the fuck they feel like this is when context actually matters you actually have to look at the whole issue and also i really hate to be doing this because y'all tired um y'all make me tired really so, also, when you are on testosterone, when you are on estrogen, it literally is changing your DNA. Your muscle mass goes down. All of these different things change. I wish that you guys would actually maybe, like, I don't know, look up some videos on being transgendered before coming to platforms like these and asking silly ass questions and false equivalencies.
4: Yeah. Um, anyway, is, and once upon a time, <clears throat> They once upon a time, they wouldn't have even let cisgendered black women in the Olympics because again, they would, they were sought to be more naturally like faster, stronger, and they saw that as a problem. There
1: were several African women, and this was just this was just a few years ago, where there was an African cisgendered woman who literally just naturally produced more testosterone. They wouldn't let her run. You guys think that these standing on these backbones of like all of this transphobia, I swear, it's hate that only unites you bitches. You standing on this thing with transphobia and shit, realizing that it's affecting us, too, especially as black women. How often are we masculinized? Serena Williams, Meg The Stallion, all this other shit. That's our fight, too. Da-dum. God,
4: anyway, beard up. I'm not a man of color. I am a minority to a degree. I'm Chicano or Latino American. Every time I hear it in mainstream hip hop, which can go as far back as like, you know, the mid
5: to late 90s, um, it has struck me as particularly hypocritical. And I say this because, you know, while it's reclaiming the word, the
11: history it's had in its existence
4: was never really a positive history. And, again, I hear it all the time from all different races, right? I even hear white kids say it to each other. And that's what really makes me cringe.
1: So, the first thing that I'm going to say is people who are not of the black community don't get to have an opinion on this. You just don't. Black people get to decide this. Because we were the one we were the ones who've been afflicted and oppressed by the word. So if we're actually able to take it back and we're actually able to use it with each other in a term of endearment because anytime it leaves lips that are not from black people, you have to understand that that is what needs to be looked at as disgusting because they're using a word that has been used to oppress us. When we've used it with each other, our history of using the word with each other has not been steeped in oppression. Mm. I need y'all to stop. And every culture does it. I'm sorry that we're just cooler. Every culture does it. Whether it's the S word for Hispanics or uh, for uh, or for Latin people or for, like, they're, like, Asian people use slurs that people in the Vietnam War used to use against them. Am I going to tell them, oh, you can't use that? Bitch, it's not for me. And it's not even for me to understand.
4: Stay in your lane. But it seems like out of all the slurs that exist that people use against in their own groups, everyone wants to use the N word. Because
1: we, because we've made it, because we, because of, because of what we have been able to do with music and society, and just being able to push the pendulum in every single way, they have been wanting to be entitled to everything. It, it let me tell you something. It's not just the n word. It's the style. It's the hair. They want all of the rhythm and none of the blues. hmm Come on, that's Kim what, K. That's literally where it is.
4: Mm-hmm. Come on, Kim Kardashian. <laughs>
9: Ah, big smooth. Hey, what's going on, Aaron and uh, Sid? Um, um, you guys are hilarious. I love your vibe. I love whatever uh, what what you uh, what you're talking about. Um, referring to the N word. Uh, I live in the United Kingdom right now, and I live in a predominantly white area but I don't hear that word the N word and far as I don't say the N word at all and I think there are undercover people that probably do say it when I'm not around Uh, Uh, I'm quite sure they do say it when I'm not at work and it, it just goes on and and they're going to continue to say it um to the to the day we die so mm. racist and
1: listen black people as a community we get to decide you don't have to say the n-word it doesn't need to be a part of your vocabulary at all right. you you get to decide that um but the the, the issue that i'm having is that the decision needs to belong to black people now let's go ahead and switch to um talking to black people about whether black people should be saying the n-word now there seems to be two groups of people who are against it it seems like there's one group who's just like yo that word's not for me it make me uncomfortable I just don't like it it is what it is understandable and I get it the fuck then there's another group of people who don't want to say it who want to shame other black people who say it I want to talk to you Bad you're
6: booms. you're the
1: group <laughs> you old, bitter black folks, I want to talk to you. You church going bigoted motherfuckers. Um, your respectability politics didn't stop all of our ancestors from dying. And it's not stopping um, our children from dying, our sisters and brothers and cousins from dying. So I need you to find a new hill to die on
4: blue <laughs> that's why I really that's didn't give up that's what um I even had to get uh, some of my own folks in my family together with this this whole respectability politics that black folks are trying to hang on to and we got to behave ourselves in front of white folks that's why when some folks older black folks were like I don't know why will Smith did that to Chris rock that's why white folks looking at us like this now I promise you, all you have to do is breathe. They will still slaughter your ass and they you, the fact that you exist is enough. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much you behave yourself. You could be sleeping in your own bed and they will still and shoot your ass.
1: Bruh, think about the Buffalo shooting. Weren't most of the black people that died over the age of 50? Did respectability politics help them? No, they just had to be black in a store and our racist had to drive 200 miles to get to them. That's all that happened. So I need you to stop with the pull up your pants and I need you to do all this kind of shit and we're not allowed to go to therapy and we're not allowed to be weak and we're not allowed to need love. I need y'all bitches to stop. And I'm honestly waiting for your bitter ass hoes to die out because you're not helping.
12: Good morning, Sid. Good morning, Aaron. Um, Perfect. should we stop? Black people stop saying the N word now? I myself grew up saying that because of such a word that's drenched in blood and 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 hate. That'd be in my best interest to in not to do it. Do I understand the history of that word? Um, I do understand, perhaps the psychological soothing that one may find by trying to turn it into a term of endearment, of uh, commodifying it, of kind of, if you will, getting back at the white man and actually making money and putting into the pockets of black folks by using it. I understand that history. However, I will say that it's a bit of double think, um, at least with how we respond when people say it outside of the community. I think it's a little bit of double speak to try to take a word that we know has a history of violence, hate, um, and then try to flip it around to make it something that can comfort us. I think it's just better, it's safer to not play those kind of mental gymnastics to do it. But that's just me.
1: And, and, and you know what? I can completely and totally understand your viewpoint. But the, the thing is, is that we have to give Black people the space to be able to do whatever they need to to heal. Whatever that is, if that's taking back a word that used to kill us, is that would, whatever that is, we have the right to do so. And because Black people are not a monolith, each person gets to make that decision for themselves. And I feel like mm. that's what we what we're really trying to drive home.
9: The history of the word only had a negative connotation when white people got a hold of it, beardo. That's that's the issue with the statement that you made. Mm. Right. Very, yeah.
0: very true.
1: Nigus, gotta look up the actual, um, the originality of that word. Fletch. Mm.
12: Now, will I ever tell a black person not to use the N word? Absolutely not. Again, because I understand the history of it and what it could mean for those who use it, particularly as a term of endearment. I just find that it gets kind of problematic when people say it outside of the community. Yeah. And we get upset about it. For me, it's just one of those where it's like I understand why you're getting upset about it, and it should never be said by somebody outside of the community. Though, no, but I do want us as a community to kind of come to a space of where we should try to figure out is is it harming us, is it doing us good? Because if it still means the same thing to the people that oppress us, the people that are not our accomplices or our allies, particularly the black community, um, is it really is it has it done what we wanted it to do? You know what I mean? So again, uh I'm never will stop anybody from using it, um particularly black folks. But I do ask us to just kind of question you know, to to, to try to reconcile that.
2: Mm-hmm
1: no i can i can completely understand um what you're saying but i feel like it goes back to aaron's point earlier if we all stop saying the n-word what would that stop that's what i always have to think about if we, if we really just all decided collectively to stop saying the N-word, are we gonna stop dying in hospitals? Are black women gonna stop dying? Or is black men gonna stop dying by the hands of cops? Are little black babies going to stop dying in hospitals because they're not getting the care that they need if we stop saying the N-word? Um, like, I feel like that's where I'm at with it um, in reference to like what it could do for us or what it couldn't do for us. Apparently it doesn't affect at all, whether black people are saying it to each other or not because our situation is the same
0: Mm
5: -hmm. okay i'm gonna try to make this short because this just literally happened yesterday it's a really long story so i'm gonna try to like smash it up into little one little piece so anyways me and some of my friends hung out yesterday and um one of our our friends ended up inviting a whole bunch of his friends one of his friends he invited happened to be a white boy so I overhear them after a while. Like, they're listening to music and having fun or whatever. And I hear the white boy talking about some, oh, nigga this and nigga that. Nigga thick, nigga fat. Like, I got a problem with that. So I went over to address the situation with my friend. And I told him, I was like, it's just so funny to me you're always talking about how you hate racist white people and you hate white people saying that word, but you're over here letting your white friend say it. And he's like, no, since oh. that's a term of endearment for, like, for us. And that's just how, like, we vibe. And I'm like, oh, so y'all vibe just saying that N word to each other? That's just so cute for you. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird that some people pick and choose. Like, well, some black people pick and choose. Like, why is it okay for your your white friend that's in your that group to say it, but it's not okay for other white people to say it? Like, it's just weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... Mhm. child I
9: understand. I do agree with both of you guys. I understand what what you guys are saying. I'm not a bitter person or anything. It's just that's my preference, you know, Absolutely. of not saying the N-word. Um, back in the day when I was younger, yes, with my brothers and my family, yes, I did say that, but now as I've gotten older, I I don't say it anymore. Um I I have kids, they're grown, but you know, I just don't say it. So, you know, as as being around my race or or being around my people, I just don't say that word. But that's just my preference. Yeah. And that's okay. Like that is a hundred percent
4: okay. Like that's so valid. That's not it's yeah.
1: it's just not what you want to do.
0: Absolutely.
9: I mean, when you look at the history of the word, is much older than slavery or even race, the concept of race. The word nigger, niger, niggas, is older than race. Let that sink in. That means it wouldn't, it didn't have a racial connotation attached to it.
5: Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I, and a lot
1: of people, more people need to look up the, the actual uh, background and origination of it.
5: Y'all, I was getting so fired up because everybody there was making up all these motherfucking excuses. Like, oh, he was raised around black people or he was raised in this certain area. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, why are y'all trying to make him comfortable? And it's just been so many situations around this group of friends in particular where they've allowed this foolery. But then when it's someone else, it's like, oh, it's a problem. I got a problem with that. Excuse me, I just woke up. (laughs) Uh, But it's like they got a problem with that. So, like, I literally left, and I told them, like, this is just not what I deal with, and if y'all gonna allow this type of bullshit, like, bitch, we just can't... I can't be vibing with y'all. Because, like, the friend, not this particular friend group, but, like, my other little friends that I hang out with outside of them, like, they don't do this shit. They, like, they know better. You know what I mean? Like, girl... And i actually woke up to text messages about it this morning like bitch, i'm done the conversation was done when i left bitch. like why y'all still talking about it like let it go listen right.
1: that's block 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 do not go to places where you are not celebrated that's just what it is i don't care if it's affecting your blackness i don't care if it's affecting your queerness please do not go to those spaces they are not for you you deserve to be celebrated in every space you walk into period
4: i want black people to understand this is why I keep saying stop doing this whole Oh, he can come to the cookout you're, you're welcome to the cookout Oh, you get the black card Um, Any white person that you let say nigga around you They're not your friend, number one And number two, it's given like you have some internalized racism going on Because why the fuck are you even letting white people say the N-word around you to begin with as a black person? Child
9: uh...
4: So those two things, if you, those two things, internalized racism, you have that. If you're letting white folks, I don't give a damn how long you've known each other. You letting the white person say nigga around you, that's some internalized hatred you got going on. Number two, that's not oh. your fucking friend. <laughs> that's not your fucking friend. The fact that he, he's okay. You let him say it and he's okay with that. That's not your fucking friend. Bruh, at, at this
1: point, I came up with a rule, even with uh, non-black people in my life. I just don't say the N word around them, not because I couldn't or not because they would have any issue with it, but because I don't want even in subconsciously to make anybody comfortable to say that shit around me if you're not black. But that's just a conscious decision that I've made. Um, Everybody is going to go ahead and do it differently. Again, we're not a monolith. If you don't want to ever say the N word, that's okay. Listen, if you're a trans person and you don't want to say the T word, it just makes you uncomfortable. That's okay. Right. Like, come on, man,
6: Um, Queen China. I'm not going to lie. I grew up around a bunch of white people and I got so fed up with it. I had to stop saying it to cover my ass. So when I went in on other people about saying it, they wouldn't have shit to say because the comeback was always, oh, but you say it. Bitch, I'm black. I can fucking say it. You can. not But then I was like, you know what? I'm tired of that I'ma stop saying it. And I feel cheated now because why the fuck did I just let them literally mm. ugh, wipe people know. me out of saying my own
12: fucking...
0: Man.
6: Bruh, that's, that's
1: what I'm talking about like jesus the fact that they're really trying to sit there and gaslight the shit out of you and be like well i guess nobody can say it if you can't say it just so you have a foot to stand on your skin gives you the foot to stand on that's it (laughs) okay (laughs) um we are going to go ahead and move on to the next topic because i think this is really really super important um you know because we talk a lot about um cishet black men and we talk a lot about um the damage that a lot because of patriarchy that they can do but what i really want to dive into right now is um their pain especially when it comes to sexual trauma sexual trauma that they refuse to even admit that they have I have heard so many times where a black man has said to me, well, I lost my virginity when I was 11. How? Well, she was about 17, 18. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know, I was I was pulling them from even then. What? Because if that was a girl telling you that she lost her virginity at 11 from an 18 year old boy, you would say, oh, my goodness, you've been assaulted and you need help. They try to pretend that they've just been conditioned differently, but they're in pain. Um, before I play this clip, I, um, I want uh, to talk to, I want, uh, Aaron. I want you to go ahead and kind of give me your background on that. Have you heard those stories before from Black men? Because we're talking about Black men right now. Um, who they have said, oh, I lost my virginity when I was 12 or 13?
4: Yeah. um, Even me, like, growing up, I was conditioned to, like, at a very young age to go after girls, like, because that would make me, quote-unquote, more manly. Again, back when I did subscribe to gender, I was raised to, you know, go after older women because that's what makes you a real man and this whole masculinity bullshit. It have especially being Black, like, was conditioned to, like, that's that's what makes you a real man. It's starting out very young, and that's where you have people like Lil Boosie, who lets his 12-year-old son get fellatios from, like, 40-something-year-old women, because that's what makes him a, quote-unquote, real man now. Boop. But like you said, if it was the other way around, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> the person would have to be under the jail. And this is why um, we called this topic you know the the patriarchy hurts black men too because it really really does like in all honesty because remember they are conditioned you're not allowed to feel you're not allowed to cry you're not allowed to do all of these things that are just human emotions you're not supposed to deal with any of that shit so on top of that when you have childhood trauma like sexual abuse and I'm sorry I don't care uh, you can't consent boo I need that to be real clear you didn't consent to sex I don't care. Your body responds. That's what I need people to understand. There are even really toxic women out there that don't even believe that a man can be assaulted.
10: Oh, his
1: uh... Well, um, he was hard, so obviously he wanted it. Is that different from a pervert saying she was wet, so we knew she wanted it? The fuck is wrong with
4: you? <laughs> uh, where's the guillotine, bitch? oh my god
1: it kills me okay anyway so i want to get into the video and i just want to set the scene for a look for a few of you this is vlad tv i know i know bitch they're they're terrible terrible people but i need an example um and it's vlad tv who's um interviewing d ray davis
8: i've had older women who thought i wasn't being parented correctly Slightly try to take advantage of me. And not slightly, have taken advantage of right, me. you lost your virginity to 30-year-olds? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah, two ugly,
0: <laughs>
8: horrible-looking women. And you were? Uh, I, uh, what was I? You were how old? 11. 11. Going to 12, I had no hair on me. Right. I had no, I remember, I remember not having, and, and it was disgusting. And t- to this day, it's difficult for women to get me to go down. It's difficult. The girls that have had it, um, you're welcome, but it's hard. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to go down, man. Because i was like, I remember what it was like down there. It was like, it was like a scary jungle. It was a terrible place to be. It was a terrible place to be. And they were like taking turns. I was up for. I was just happy to be up. And uh, it made my it made my Kool Aid taste different.
4: so first of all this was rape that he went through and the fact that they are laughing in the background is disgusting
1: did you hear the pain in his voice when he said i have no hair on me Mm -hmm. they took turns why isn't this looked at as pain guys and black men who say that we don't care about your feelings why the fuck aren't you talking about this
4: they think it makes them weak for some reason.
1: Uh, I, oh! I'm so disgusted. All right, uh, Fletch,
12: child. Uh, whew, uh, there's a couple of uh, talks about that. Uh, pretty much about talking about teleophilia. Um, I've unfortunately had to hear a few conversations with men trying to rationalize that in this app. And it's a shame because we've got to dismantle the patriarchy just for the sake of women, obviously, and for men, because to try to compartmentalize that, to try the cognitive dissonance uh, needed to try to rationalize the difference between yourself and maybe, for instance, we talked about before an Antoine Fisher, to try to pretend as if at the end of the day, those aren't the same thing. Those are a betrayal. That is a, a stealing of innocence. I don't care what form it is. Um, I don't care if it's consensual or, or or you orchestrated it or if it was without your consent to me there there it's just it's disgusting and it's just a shame to see men try to rationalize that. It's a shame.
1: It hurts my soul, bro, cuz those are men who are really little boys who are dying inside. I don't give a fuck what they have to say about this shit. I'm sorry. That's not okay. Like Fletch said, that is literally robbing them of their innocence. Those are children, 11 years old. Can you imagine 11 years old? Queen China.
6: Ooh, ooh, it's the fact that they're laughing at him. That's that
4: shit.
6: Ooh, that's that shit. Right. I saw, bro, I saw that video and I got emotional.
1: And
4: like I got they... emotional. They think it's a laughing matter because, like, they think rape is a laughing matter <laughs> because it's it's a guy, I guess, and they're yep. not supposed to feel.
1: They're not supposed to be protected? <laughs> Little black boys aren't supposed to be protected? <sighs> Issa, hey, baby.
2: Yeah, I don't really, ooh, listen to that it was hard, the D. Ray Davis um, clip, because I can tell that was real, he was really in a traumatic state telling that story and the fuckers sitting there laughing like it was funny and this is why males do not tell about their sexual harassment or molestation or rape that's mm-hmm. just horrible
4: and then when they get older they do some fucked up shit because they haven't dealt with the shit that they went through when they was younger so they put that shit on to the women that they encounter.
1: oh And little boys, and and you know what, Issa? Little boys, they never tell when their assailant is a man. But when their assailant is a woman, they're able to tell people and use it as a badge of honor. Oh, I was 11 when that happened. I was 13 when I finally uh, got a pussy for the first time. Sir, you didn't get anything.
4: And then they'll say, well, I wanted to. I wanted it, girl.
1: You can't consent so. what do you think statutory rape is? <laughs> oh my god. Big smooth.
9: Um I think it's very disgusting um when I I, I heard that. Um a black men uh go through mental abuse, uh sexual abuse. I went through sexual abuse when I was young and We hold a lot of that in because we're not allowed to tell our family about our traumas, our pain. and We're not allowed to tell our parents because it's a relative. And if we tell our um, parents about what we went through, then, you know, the next thing, what would happen so it's it's hard you know to to go through certain things like that and you know i think a lot of
1: oh my goodness um first of all big smooth wolf i'm so sorry that happened to you if nobody has ever said it said it to you or even if they have i just want to say um that we just want to say i'm so sorry that ever happened to you what a fucking violation And they're right. If they try to to go ahead and talk about this pain, they're told to shut up, you're not being a man. You need to go ahead and toughen up. What are you, gay?
4: I really want Black people, I really want Black families to get out of this whole, what happens in this house stays in this house mindset because it leads to shit like this. I get so sick of that whole, don't be telling everybody our business, it ain't their business. The so you're telling me that me being molested is, oh, we're just going to keep that in the house and just have me bottle that shit in. What happens in this house stays in this house. And then when they grow up and start doing all this fucked up shit when they're older, you, you, you now you're in distress. You don't know how to react. Girl, it's a mess. and These being the same, what you telling these 11-year-old boys with their nasty, rapey-ass aunties touching on them? Because that happens a lot. The, the, Whoa, <laughs> and, and it's not talked
1: about. It's not talked about. <laughs> we always talk about the the dirty ass uncles who are touching little kids. We're not talking about the fucking nasty, disgusting ass auntie ass bitches who are doing this to little boys too. We don't talk about that sugar. shit. Oh, oh. Sugar.
5: <laughs> oh man, my stomach, my stomach just rolled. Um, uh, <laughs> Mister mermaid First of all, what the fuck is funny about that? Like, Yo. why the fuck is these goofy clowns laughing in the back? <sighs> anyway, I had a close friend. Um, who is male, tell me a, a situation similar like that that happened to him. And the weird thing about it was, is he was like kind of, when he was telling me the story, he was like kind of like laughing and kind of joking. And I'm like, it's not funny that you went through this. And he's like, "Well, you know, I just kind of have to like make light of it." And I'm like, "There's no light to be made of this. Like, this is this was rape. Like, this is a trauma that you're gonna have to carry with you, like for the rest of your life. Like, why are you trying to make a, make it comedic? Like, I'm not gonna laugh with you. Like, if anything, I feel pain. Like, girl, this just be a lot. Be a lot." Mhm.
1: And it's everywhere. It's rampant. And think about what the person said. I have to try and make light of it. You can't see the trauma even in the fucking sentence. You can't see that. And you know what? I remember having a conversation with a man once who I barely knew. And we started talking about that exact subject. And he was telling me, and again, in a very laughing and what have you manner, like, oh, it was, you know, like I was, I became a man that day. And I said, no, you did not say you were traumatized. You were abused when I say this man burst into tears. I'm about to cry, just thinking about it. I was holding his hand because he was like nobody had ever validated him before. Mm. Ever. Ever.
4: Yeah. Validation
1: he I mean, doesn't even give himself.
4: Yeah, this this whole I became a man. Women don't get to say well, I became a woman when that happens to them. So I really want men to stop saying that dumbass shit. I became a man at 11 years old when I was raped. Bro. Oh. <sighs> uh,
3: natural mystic. Greetings, one and all. Um, I've recently been part of a um, group discussion outside of this app um, where a group of us in the UK meet every week. And a, a man on there um, disclosed to a group of women that's where he felt safe that he had also been abused um as a child by a man and it's something that we're all coming to terms with um don't know how really know whether we should question but he knows that we're going to be there to support in whatever way that it is that we can so i think that's the main thing is that helping men especially um giving them space to have that conversation where they feel comfortable um, where they don't feel like they're going to be judged and then just literally do what we can to help them heal along with ourselves if we've been through that experience as well so yeah it's not something to be laughed at but it is a condition I think and a response that we we're kind of used to. Mm.
1: Natural came to preach this morning thank you for that for real. Fletch
12: It's ridiculous. And shout out to Groovy for uh, laying out the statistics uh, several days ago. But I guess when you combine prison and military, men rape men more than they do women in this country. That should be telling enough about why we got to get this together when it when it comes to what we are telling ourselves about men, what men are telling themselves about men. They're doing themselves one of the greatest disservices to having a healthy, happy, functioning Life. Like, ugh, I hate this. Hmm. Yo, what?
1: I, I, Yo, yeah, Flesh, just dropped that. Yeah. Flesh, please send me all that. All the information that you have. <laughs> oh, man. Big smooth.
9: Right. And it, it was difficult because I wouldn't even let my own kids spend a night mm. at anybody else because I didn't want anything happened to them like it happened to me but when i have to be honest with you panels when it it happened to me it was my older brother and when you have an older brother molest you and have sex with you how would you feel and, and violate, violate, violate your body and you have to live with your rest of your life with that and you have to see this person on holidays mm. and that's the reason why I never told my parents
1: oh my god big smooth I just first of all I want to really thank you for your vulnerability right now in being able to even disclose all of that. And I just want to let you know that you're helping a listener be able to talk about it just because you talked about it. Um, And I just want to thank you for that. The pain that black men go through when they, especially when they are victimized as children, as they often are. And then we wonder why there's so much interpersonal violence between Black men and Black women. This is the pain they're coming from. This is the shit they can't even process. They can't even talk about. So of course it comes out in ways that can be abusive. And there are those of them who've been able to not be able to fall into that trap. But my God, Jesus, if we really look at the reason, look at men who have abused, they've been abused. Mm -hmm. It's literally the famous line is that like you d- turned around and were uh, saw uh, you were able to see a person long enough to see the hero become the villain. The abused becomes the abused. And they that's become
6: abusers. I, like, come on.
4: That's why I just really want Black men to let go of this whole patriarchal stuff that they're trying to cling on to so bad. Patriarchy wasn't made for Black men. We keep saying that. And as you can see, it's hurting us. So I don't know why they like to hang on to this patriarchal idea, this alpha male stuff. Just let it go. <laughs> no.
1: And we're not even talking about the little boys who are abused just because they're naturally effeminate. By the way, who can grow up being any type of orientation. Right. But as children, they've been a little effeminate. We're not even talking about the little boys who've been abused because of that. Come on. You remember that little boy who got his head shaved on fucking line? People beating the yeah. shit out of him. And then when the kid got taken away to CPS, rightfully motherfucking so. People were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they take that child away. So you, oh, my, oh my
4: God. The child was probably going to be dead if he, if he would have stayed there.
10: That's really sad because I do think men are victims too. Um, especially when we reset in this world. So very fucked up that way we came back to what the world used to be. When we reset, I felt that the men reset their um, emotions. They became more women-like, and I I appreciate that. And it's sad enough, we women are becoming like men, and it's like role, role reverse, but that's crazy. But um, yeah, I believe everybody's a, a victim, and I don't laugh at none about that, because it's not funny, because I got molested and for um, when I was young, and I try to do best to fight out, fight it, but um, it did continue to hurt. And when I started doing um stereo, I healed.
1: Well, first of all, shout out to you for being able to try to process that the best way that you can. But um, in reference to your comment where you said that men are becoming more effeminate and women are becoming more masculine. I need you to understand that um, women have always been, especially Black women, we've always been leaders in everything that we do. That's not a masculine trait. That's just naturally who we are. Now, have they tried to masculinize us because of those natural leadership qualities? A hundred percent. Now, Black men are not becoming more effeminate. Um, black men have not processed their childhood traumas. they have not processed their sexual traumas, they haven't processed any of those things, and because of that, they've become hyper like, oh, there's no way I'm going to shed tears, there's no way I'm ever going to do this and that's what's killing them. So when we say they're becoming more eff- feminine, like that is that like because it has such negative connotations, especially when we talk about the patriarchy, right? So when we say that black men are uh, becoming more effeminate, that's really damaging to Black men, especially Black men who have gone through this. Mm. And I want us to be really careful about our words, especially in reference to subjects as sensitive as this, because they're not becoming more effeminate. In fact, what's really happening is they're actually becoming more hyper-masculine. And that's, that's, again, something that's killing us, Black women. Mm -hmm. That's something that's killing us. So it's not something we should support if they become something that's so-called what effeminate, is that him being in touch with his feelings? Is that him crying? Is that him explaining things to you? That means that you have a good person. Yeah. You know what
4: I mean? Because when you that's why I want like when women like try to, quote unquote, when women try to like emasculinize their man, like, well, you soft in the way. I need a real man. Stop being a punk. Like, stop being a little bitch. Like, like, Mm. that is very dangerous. You can't be doing that to your... Because then you wonder, like, once they come on at four o'clock in the morning, and they don't want to talk to your ass, they go straight downstairs and go, it's, again, you keep pushing them away because of stuff like that as well.
1: And it also um, perpetuates down low culture. Because if we were actually, if black straight women were actual safe spaces for black straight men, especially in reference to the sexuality spectrum, there would be no such thing as down low, they would just tell you the truth and that's the that's and that's what it is um natural
3: big smooth Boy, definitely I felt know. that one that cut really deep um mm. unfortunately it usually is somebody we know family member cousin uncle and even to this day i'm in my 40s and i'm still told to not be left alone with certain people So, all we can Mm. do is try to forgive ourselves. It's not always about forgiving others, but forgive ourselves. We were innocent in that situation. We mustn't carry any guilt. And one day it may be something that we're able to conversate with, with that person. We never know. But I wish you healing, love and light, and just an abundance of, of love in your life.
0: Much love brother.
1: Ashe, and also the fact that you protect your kids the way you do, it's amazing. And you should always think to yourself that you are like such an amazing aspirational story. You need to understand that. Whew. Heavy, heavy. Um, the Mademoiselle.
10: Hey guys, I didn't hear what you have said to my comment, but um as for uh... You know, people should start saying the N-word. I don't really say it. So, I don't know. I, like, you know, I really, I, I'm in an area where that word is being used a lot, especially when the sport that I play, I, you know, white people try to use the N-word, they get their ass kicked from Black nasty. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But that's the one time that I'm able to use my anger and get away with it. <clears throat>
6: queen china burr yo i really felt that when when the homie shouts out to the the homie just talking about you know what happened to him and how it it happened to him from his own brother like yo that that shit's real that shit happens that shit has happened to me that shit is it happens and we need to be kinder to ourselves we need to be kinder to each other because this is this ain't it y'all this that shit, that shit hurts, it really does, and people need to see that, it fucking hurts, it's not, as, and then on top of that, like, saying, oh, you should just tell somebody to get the child taken away, I've done that too, that shit doesn't help either, like, there's, there's gotta be another way, because, I've been in the system and that whew, that shit was not it. I, I was hospitalized for three months afterwards, not it. Damn.
1: You are mm. so right. We have to be so much kinder to ourselves. And I'm, that's what I'm wishing for all of us, to be kinder to ourselves and to be kinder to each other. Whew. We are gonna move on to the next topic, but just shout out to the room. Shout out to the room for being so collectively supportive yes. and being able to hear us on this topic like ashe like seriously okay so we have to go ahead and talk about um white allyship again um, <laughs> so uh what actually made you go ahead and pick this topic
4: well i've noticed like a lot of performative activism from white people on social media and i just want y'all to say i just want to say that i see through the bullshit. with that and this is why I say white allies versus white accomplices. I don't want white allies. I want accomplices. Like, you have to be really down for the cause. Because white allies, usually white liberals, or white people who say things like, oh, I just want better policies. And I want to get back, everyone get back to work so we can make the world a better place. And I put a hashtag BLM in my bio. And I have one black friend who is usually light-skinned anyways. I see through the shit. And then y'all will turn around and say, well, all lives do kind of matter. And, you know, you did. What about black and black crime? I don't want that shit. I want someone who is, like, really down for the cause. I don't want allies. I want accomplices. And that's just that on that. There's white people, and then there's people who happen to be white. You know, who, like, that's the difference. And that's, like, white people understand that they benefit from the system and they're not doing anything to change it. But all they're going to do is put hashtag BLM in their bio. People who happen to be white or interested know that they uh, benefit from the system and are doing whatever they can to tear it down, to be honest. And this is why I said like this whole, I don't like to say we're not all white people, because again, if it hits you, it hits you. I'm not going to even give y'all that luxury of saying we're not all white people. But Sydney what's and your thoughts I, on that?
1: I need people to understand that allyship is conditional so I don't want you as my ally I've literally had uh I had a white woman uh say to me because I guess I called someone in an envelope an envelope and may- mayonnaise monkey and <laughs> um oh. I, 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 I don't remember the situation but it happened um and they literally said to me, How am I supposed to be able to support you if this is how you feel about white people?
3: Not Ethiopian man. mayonnaise.
4: Well,
1: I mean, I was upset. But this um, <laughs> is
4: the creativity for me.
1: You know, I try to, to pull it out. You know what I'm but no. Um, I, and I remember specifically making sure to tell her, then please don't support me. I need that to be very clear. Your allyship is not something that I need. I need accomplices. I need, need to know that we all tearing down this shit together. Period. Like If you are a person that happens to be white, that means that you are actually willing to tear down the patriarchy with me, whether you benefit from it or not. Tear down white supremacy uh, with me, whether you benefit from it or not. That's, that's what that means. So, I need people to understand, at least from my point of view, um, allyship is useless. When people are like, Well, you know, I'm an LGBTQ ally. I really love that. I I
4: I don't care. Oh, and speaking of girl, let's let's draft these corporations as well. Because Nike (laughs) like again, Nike, for example, they did this whole campaign with Colin Kaepernick and it's like, okay, yes, but it's like, y'all are all about the money at the end of the day. Nike does not give a fuck about black folks. They said, girl, we know you niggers love to wear sneakers, so let's go ahead and put this light-skinned black man on the face of it, so that you niggas can buy our shit, because we know that's all you niggas Y'all obsessed with sneakers. Just like these other corporations on every Pride month. Well, we know the faggots love rainbows on everything, so let's put the fucking rainbows on everything that they buy so these faggots, so we can get the fag coin. I mm-hmm. see right through the bullshit. That's that's what these allies be doing it's not going to work with me recognizing that the
1: black dollar is lucrative is not allyship and i don't care about what demographic that we're speaking of we are an oppressed people that have never who are rarely ever seen so what do these companies do they wait for the nice month that we're supposed to be celebrating and so that we can go ahead and feel seen that's what these products do and because they know it makes us feel seen they know that we they can sell it to us and that we will pay for it bottom line
0: well i I just feel like see that's the thing with you black people like i love y'all but no offense you can't generalize us like this. I love black people. I have cornrows in my hair and oh, you guys are very awesome. But I don't like when you guys speak like this because I feel a- I feel attacked.
1: Don't Hannah sound like the type of person who would give a tutorial on sticky bangs. <laughs> I just I just I just I just feel like it. But I'm I'm gonna let you know um i don't care how many uh cornrows you put into your head i don't care how much hair you lose doing box braids i don't care how much gargantuan monster black cock that you take
4: that's not (laughs) our i love seeing videos of like white girls like white women their hair is just falling apart because they're trying to appropriate black hair culture so it just (laughs) looks a hot ass mess once again we have two different, our hair texture is very different, baby. Yes, you want to be us. We're awesome. Our hair is the best. We're the shit. But it's not going to work for you, girl. Stop appropriating black people's hair. Because now it looks like you've got turds all over your head. And that shit is about to fall right the fuck out. That should be pissing me off.
12: But
1: I saw a video. There was this white girl who had box sprays, and she had just taken them out. And she had like all of these mountains of hair all over the counter and and then people in the comments it was just full of black folks being like so you're gonna stay in your lane now you gonna you're gonna stop it before you go bald you want to we can donate to
4: your rogaine foundation because you need it right it's like it's like telling a, a a five-year-old okay the stove is hot don't put your hand there and then when they do it it's like okay we'll see there. that's what your ass get <laughs>
1: Oh, they only learn by doing. It's so sad. Um, You want to get into some of these messages?
4: Yeah.
11: Uh, I just wanted to ask if anyone in here. I haven't been here for the whole uh, show, but I just wanted to know if the N word or the word nigga. um, Do you guys know the origin of this word? And have anybody in here ever watched the uh, KRS-One documentary on the origin of the word nigga? I mean, that's not that's not the only place I'm getting my information from is KRS-One. I don't look this stuff up, but I'm just asking, do you guys know?
1: Absolutely. Um, we know that nigga actually came from Niger, Negus from Africa. Like there's and this is the thing I need to. I want to inspire people to really start just looking for this information. It's out there, we can have it. Like when we were talking about um, Black people and their sexuality in Africa before colonization, please read about this shit. We didn't have a fucking gender. Even in the Yoruba language, we didn't have he and she like colonizer languages have. We had one who walks tall and one who sways. Nigga, we was above all that shit. I want you guys to please do your research and read. They're trying to make you and guess what? They not even hiding it from us. Just look. <laughs> oh my God. Okay.
4: Yeah, they're taking laws, They're taking a lot of laws away one by one.
11: So, so yeah. basically what I'm hearing you saying about the white allies and the white accomplice is that you don't want no white people trying to help you and look out for you. You want for white people to fight with you. Is that, is that what you're trying to get to?
1: Uh, no, no. Um, I need white people, um, I, I, and not white people, people who happen to be white. I need the people who want to call themselves allies to learn what accompliceship is really supposed to be. I mean, you're going to fight with me. You're going to look out for me. Because when white people just say that they're allies, it doesn't mean they look out for you. But, but, but we, we need to understand that just because they put allyship in their bio and they got BOM in there, it doesn't mean that they look out for us. The same way we know mm-hmm. that they're coon ass Candace Owens trying to be like I'm for black people when you and you she know, you know, and I know that that bitch hates us.
4: The same the same white people who say that they're allies, but the same people that say, Well, I voted for Obama, I'm not racist.
1: Bruh, that allyship is conditional. I don't need me to have to be nice to you in order to fight for me. Mm. That's not what I need. If that's the case, I don't want it. That's not real.
0: Well, I I feel like if you call me mayonnaise, I should be able to call you a nigger because those are two very different, <laughs> that's the same thing, it's very disrespectful. So how would you like it if I called you that?
1: Listen, go mold <laughs> somewhere else you bitch. Like, I do not Yo, but these are the handles that be popping up on a regular basis. Let's thank Aaron for his ma- for their masterpiece theater. But this is what it really. It, this is what we're fighting in the comments, and this is not just the comments. This is the workplace. There's a reason why Aaron is trying to work from home. There's a reason why I work from home. We're trying to. We're trying so far to remove ourselves as much as humanly possible, so that we can breathe. Mm.
6: Ugh
1: miss new orleans
7: hey erin hey said um erin i'm listening to what you're saying and what you're saying is true but then you have to also understand that an accomplice could turn on you at any given moment the minute the shit get hot if you look at the definition of accomplice accomplice is somebody that'll help you commit a crime you see what I'm saying? So, uh, saying that you don't want white allies, you want a white accomplice. You also have to be careful with that because an accomplice can rattle. You know, can rattle on you. You know, a accomplice can uh, turn on you in any given moment. I think that we need to just come to the realization that whites aren't for, that whites aren't for us at all. That they're for us when it's convenient for them. Because I have had, you know, people that, that, you know, that I thought were accomplices, that I thought were down for the cause. And when things happened, like when things got really, really heated and they were pressed by their family members and their friends and people who they felt like they had allegiance to, they switched up. You see, what I'm saying? Like the George oh, Floyd thing. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of us that thought that we had white accomplices. That when the thing with John wow. Floyd happened, mm-hmm. people started trolling their true colors. And I'm a victim of that. And so I had to come mm-hmm. to the realiza- realization that there are no white accomplices. Because push comes to a shove, if their mother come to them and say either choose our side or choose that black person side, they're gonna choose their white side.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
7: the quicker we come to the realization of that, then we can, you know, stop putting ourselves in precarious. Mm.
1: Yo, I
4: yeah,
1: I I I can't I can't disagree with you, Mama. I really yeah. I, because because. Okay, so oh, that's a tough one because at the core, you're a hundred percent not wrong because at the end of the day, there are a lot of people who are still undercover accomplices that haven't been tested yet mm Let, i, I it, that's that's that shit is that's a rough pill to fucking swallow ah uh, damn I, I mm mm.
4: <laughs>
11: mm-hmm. It's it's so
4: much wants mm-hmm. to
11: this.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, war hard.
11: I don't want no white allies or accomplices. Just for the simple fact is we don't know which one is gonna turn on us. I mean, we got to deal with the with the with the black folks that's you know not all the way right. Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then on to sift through that, and then have to sift through the white people that's out to get us too. You know wolf in sheep's clothing? I mean, it's just too hard to come
4: by. Oof. That's true, because we do talk about um, more and more Black people. Black people can be agents of white supremacy, too. So that is very true.
1: It's l- Listen, um, thankfully, I have personal experience, but only with uh, one one person who happens to be white. There's
4: literally just one. <laughs> I only got one, and that's all I'm getting. That one is enough. Listen, one is plenty. And
1: I- yeah, and, you know, and the reason why I know that she is, accompli- she is an accomplice because that shit has been tested several times over because her family. <laughs> I remember uh, I was going to go spend some time at her house uh, just to chill for a little bit. And her dad, who is a raging Trump supporter, wanted to come over and like have dinner. And she was like, Sydney is here. You know better than to ask to come over. I'm never going to expose her to you. You're going to have to stay the fuck home. You're my father. I don't have choices. She has a choice. I'm not going to put her in an unsafe situation. I'm not going to put her mental space in an unsafe situation. That's not how this works. Yo, when I say this, man, we're off on her. Like, all kinds. And by the way, they're they're Jewish. So I don't understand why daddy's going so hard. But whatever. Whatever. But it was one of those situations where I was like, oh, damn. Because I didn't even ask for that. I didn't, I, th- this wasn't like, oh, I have to go ahead and teach her how to be a person. No, she was just like, absolutely not. I love that person and the, I'm not gonna put her in an unsafe space. And we have to know when that is, but I'm also going to say, just have to agree with Warhart and Miss So New Orleans. Yeah. That's been so fucking rare, bro. <laughs>
4: it's like finding a unicorn. <laughs> so
1: rare it's so rare because we gotta be honest most people are just posturing most people are just fucking posers let's just be real damn it's a it's a hard realization though to really come to for real uh let me see isa
6: oh god
2: um i was gonna try not to say nothing with this one but um being raised with a white stepdad um oh no (laughs) i have learned that uh his sometimes his um allyship can be performative and i have told him on plenty of occasions do not use your so-called black stepchildren me and my sister as leverage for you to be in black spaces um because it doesn't help anyone it doesn't help me either um because it's still a lot that he has to learn it's still a lot that he has to recognize within his privilege oh my god because I, I i sometimes i gotta take a break for myself with conversations with him because i love him
6: but yeah
7: bro
1: um that that right there is the reason why even though i support interracial relationships go to where the love is it's why I'm so wary of interracial relationships, because that person that you are with has to fight for you intersectionally. Their, yo, their allyship cannot be conditional. They the, the, they need to be accomplices. And if that's mm. not what you have, you're not in a space that you are celebrated and you invited that person into your home.
4: Mm. And this <laughs> could also, this could possibly also go to uh, straight black folks who say, they down for the cause, you have to also acknowledge the intersectionality of blackness as well. You can't sit here and say, Oh yeah, I'm cool with the gays, but they're not part of the culture because I'm I'm pro I'm pro black and everything black over here. Well, bitch, there are black gay people who exist. There are black trans people who exist. So you have to acknowledge the intersectionality and be an a, a quote unquote accomplice for that. So amen. Amen. That fake allyship, especially
1: some of you straight black women that like to use gays as accessories. They're good enough to do your hair, but you can't stand up to your man. Child. Girl, anyway. you already
4: know how I feel about that. I always side-eye. As soon as I tell a black woman that I'm queer, oh, yes, queen, yes, honey, and they start using all this black gay lingo all of a sudden. Y'all be the main ones saying, oh, I love the fags, but I can't have my son being no sissy. I can't have my uh, son being gay. I see right uh, through the bullshit.
1: Listen.
11: but I've also seen the power of a white man you know I was going to college at LACC and uh, my white professor was bringing me home one day it was kind of late so you know I live in the hood you know I I live on Vernon in Vermont you know and uh, he dropped me off at the house but as he's dropping me off you know the police is hitting the corner the police pulled up on me and jumped out the car drew the guns on me and told me to get out I'm, I did everything they said do when when my white professor jumped out that car and said, what's the problem? They backed up off me. He said, that's my student. And I'm just dropping him off from uh from school, from college and my psychology class. Do you know them police got up off me and left me alone? I seen the power of, uh, of a white man in the ghetto mm.
4: with their words.
1: Mm. Didn't have to lift a fucking finger the power of whiteness.
4: Yeah, white people recognizing that power.
1: Bro, and being able to not actually weaponize their whiteness against us, but against white supremacy. Jesus.
6: Mm. Um,
7: Warhart.
11: I don't have a problem with, with gay men or women. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, you know, hey man, you got a lot of knowledge what happens if a gay man is the one that dropped all that knowledge on you and you got all this now well at the times I was coming up and it's not and not and saying that it's good you know what I'm saying but at the times when I was coming up that's something that you had to hide You you couldn't okay. be straight out with that so what I'm saying is if a gay man taught me all my knowledge that I know he also taught me to be a man you see what I'm saying yeah. because at those times it wasn't allowed you know you wasn't allowed to be straight out with it like that so yes. you know I give people the same chances that I that that, that they gave me.
4: Shout out to Warheart, man!
1: Like... Listen, sounded like Jim Jones with an actual degree and some knowledge and shit. My God, yes,
12: Fledge. And I hear you there. I have maybe three uh, white uh, accomplices, if you will. Because for me, a lot of the times I just. That racism train is never late, and I'm always ch- checking my watch when it comes to being out and about and trying to <clears throat> have conversations or even try to build relationships with my white counterparts. Um, it's it's a, it's a, it's a touch-and-go uh, vetting process, and as I said oh. before, I'm down to three because yeah, you got to be an accomplice, and I, and I swear, intersectionality has to be the magic word before I even cover the keyhole, unlock all 50 locks and open the door for you to come oh. into the, the space of my causes as a black queer woman so Hello. I hear you there
1: hey, hey, Amen and those are the and accomplices do this shit without people looking. I saw a video on TikTok the other day, I forgot to tell you about it this man's an Uber driver, we are gonna call him Ted and Ted not playing with you hoes so um, some people are coming inside the car and the white lady gets into the back seat. and she's like, are you white? And he says, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and he said, yo, and she was like, well, I just wanted to make sure that you were white. He was like, rides over, get the fuck out. Wow. He's like, rides over, get the fuck He was like, are you serious? He was like, I'm dead fucking serious, and it's on fucking camera, get the fuck out. And yo, when I say, these people were like, I should punch you in the face. He's like, it's on
0: camera. Let's go. Wow. Listen.
1: Ted was ready to run it. Like you want to meet me outside? Ted was catch me outside, girl. Like for real, for real. And I feel like those are the actual actions of accomplices, not because, oh, you're always protecting a black person when they're present. Are you protecting us when you when we're not? Mm. That's what's important. That's what makes an accomplice. Um,
2: Isa i've seen the power too like i told y'all i grew up in white spaces so um i definitely see the dynamics and i've seen it up close and personal <laughs> um quick story if if you guys want to listen um one day i got into an accident and this was in atlanta georgia uh, not atlanta i was in Kennesaw, was a few, few miles out from atlanta and it was raining and i remember getting out i had got hit with the airbag and everything child. it was a disaster that's when i ain't had my glasses i got my glasses now okay let me go ahead but um i stepped out my car and i was standing on the side of my car and it, you i was clearly distressed crying and cars passed me passed me passed me for for a day for for a good few minutes and then my stepdad came after i called him and he was working on my car, and immediately a white man stopped and helped him. Child, I was so reflective, so reflective of just the energy.. Um, I don't I went through a lot of things that highlighted my black experience, but I will say I got a lot of privilege with having uh, a white person in my life. Um, and I do recognize that. And I definitely have seen the difference without him in my life. Lord have mercy, that's horrible. Um, But, um, yeah, I do. Um, Now that I don't have him in my life, I recognize how much he don't understand about his privilege. And I don't know when that's going to change or how that's going to change. But I know I, I can't focus on doing the work. I can't do that work. I just can't
1: oh well god damn what a perspective and you know what's worse that's not even like a heartbreaking perspective that's just reality mm-hmm. all right so we are going to go ahead and uh move on oh child
4: girl what are
1: you doing now? i don't, don't want to do this no more <laughs> stop getting people pregnant okay so um <laughs> nick cannon is uh now going to be having his ninth and tenth child by two different women. And when I say the postings have been like, well, I don't see what the problem is. He got enough money to provide for him. I know I know what the I don't know what the issue is. He's got enough money to send to any school, it doesn't matter, blah blah blah. And I was noticing a really toxic trend. A lot of black men in the comments, whether they were in the home or not in the home with their children they really believe that money is a replacement for parenting
0: <laughs> seriously
1: at this point and and what and what really sucks for me is Think about all the housewives that we've seen on TikTok or just in life on Reddit, blah, 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 talking about how they handle everything else. Plus they go ahead and hold down a job and they're doing all of these different things, right? Asking the father to go ahead and just like, man, can you just help with bath time, help with this, help with that. And these men say, well, I'm putting food on the table and I'm paying bills. And I'm like, what the fuck is that bitch doing? And And let's say she's not working. Let's say she's not working all of that bonding time that you could actually have to connect with your kids you've literally decided to go ahead and extricate that from your life and and decide to say guess what but i fed you i put lights on the table isn't that the same thing as when we tell them that we're depressed as children and we try to tell our parents well didn't we put food on the table
5: what you depressed for oh my god oh my god
1: flashbacks flashbacks
4: i'm assuming I'm assuming these, the ninth and 10th women are racially ambiguous, super light-skinned. Is there a black woman? Okay. I don't know what they, listen, they're not black. None of them are black. Well, he,
1: yeah, he's just shared a harem with just non-black women. And people are talking about, well, he's building a dynasty. Nick Cannon has lupus. He has a 50% chance of passing that down to one of his children. And you know, what's worse? His reasoning for having all of these children, he's literally said in interviews, please go look it up because I'm not going to do the work for you. He's literally gone ahead and said in interviews that I'm doing this to further my line. So guessing case someone does die from lupus, there's still more children to still carry on the line. (sighs) He's using his kids as guinea pigs for his illness. What the fuck is
0: wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but first of all, like, don't be coming for my man like that. Because he, oh is, he got money. At the end of the day, he got money. And he giving me the money that I need to support my kids. So don't be coming for my baby daddy like that.
1: I just I just want to let you know, he's already said, and also said in interviews, that he doesn't use vibrators because he doesn't want to compete. You're not even coming. And you're still having children for this man. Oh, my God big old dick don't even know what the fuck to do what a shame
4: niggas still pressed over sex toys
1: yes 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 i literally had men
4: be like oh no you're not gonna bring that in here that's the no man i'm supposed to be all you need well maybe if you would stop if you have sex with me and not having sex to me i wouldn't Mm. have to find other ways to pleasure myself because you make sure that you nut first girl Mm -hmm.
1: All right. Uh, (laughs) Uh, messages. Warheart.
11: No, we're not going to say that men do it. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to say black men do it. We're going to say society set the set the tone and then women followed it because I've, you know, I, I'm from one of those homes where I'm with a single mom and all she needed him for was the money. He couldn't come and see me. She didn't want to hear nothing that came out of his mouth. Do you got that money? And that's all she cared about. She didn't care about my time and, and my child rearing and my psychological mishap that I may have for not having my father because she could do it. I heard it my whole life. You know, I'm your mother and your father.
1: Listen, I just want to let you know, first of all, fucking valid because that happens as well. Women uphold the patriarchy too. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. You know what I'm
8: saying?
1: Like, like women will do that shit thinking that, oh, money is the only thing that they need. They need parents. You dusty bitch. (laughs) No, real talk. They any fucking parents. What are you talking about, yo? Right? And we have to leave space for both things because we can walk and chew gum at the same time. There are women who are begging for their say they're begging for that man to spend time with their children. Like, oh, to take them on summers every other weekend, I can't, don't you, didn't you get the money? What the fuck yeah. they gotta do with anything?
0: <laughs> and then,
1: You have the dusty bitches who are like, oh, well, I'm not getting the money that I need to be receiving so you can't see your son. Let me tell you something. (laughs) When that nigga grows up and he hates all women, Mm. it's because of you. It's because you bred him. You pick me asshole that will invite other men into your home who you haven't even vetted properly because Mm. guess what? They're giving you the money.
4: Listen, it's not lost on me mm-hmm yeah, it happens all the time Uh uh-uh, oh you can't see my son i said i wanted 500 This not 400
8: You're
4: right. <laughs> but then we also
1: can't put, we also have to again leave space for the women who want that stuff to be in their lives and obviously they and all and guess what they need a break them bitches would love for the daddy to come pick them up like jesus come take these kids come on man we can't pretend there's not toxicity on both sides because it's fucking there but my issue is is that i've seen but the reason why i'm bringing up black men specifically is because that's who i saw in the comments everybody's saying talking about building a dynasty everybody talking about oh it's totally okay they're gonna have money for the rest of their lives a father needs to be in the home this man had 10 babies all over the fucking nation can you think about even the 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 sibling rivalry the jealousy who gets dad for christmas ain't nobody waking him up and oh i get to drive my kids to school they'll never have that fucking luxury stop it man
4: he's treating his children like they're loan payments or something like okay here you go in oh belco uh security service
1: credit i like i i went ahead and i did everything listen and we're also i mean we're are we also not going to talk about the fact that again he's passing lupus to his kids and he already had a child die Hmm. from complications really early come on man oh my god
8: Google. I'm just gonna say this and then I'm gonna <sighs> aren't power
11: tools supposed to be like a thing that men are into I don't I'm, I never understood the sex toy
4: issue
0: <laughs> I mean get yourself a toolbox and fill it up right <laughs> exactly
11: and see it you're right about that you know I've I seen the parents that now the women that a lot that be begging for their uh kids to uh dad to come and see them these be the dudes that really ain't shit. You see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. know, like, you know, the, the the lady is like, yeah, come and see your kid. Woo, woo, woo. They don't want to see him. But the ones that want to see their kids, they separate from them. And especially when it comes to boys and fathers, they let us see our daughters. But when it comes to boys and fathers, I- I'm talking about they-, they got a whole nother kind of thing they got going. Sound like an old Bible story to me. <clears throat> yeah.
0: d- d-
3: don't
1: don't don't it don't don't it though don't it though, um, and thankfully. Like, and I'm seeing, and the worst part is um, watching all of the comments, I'm like, yo, these kids are gonna get older. You forget that these kids are people. This is not a fucking Petri dish for your dick. They turn into people, real people who have memories of you not fucking being there. And you know, and I know kids who have grown up in these environments where dad always had money, but mom was the only one that was there. They barely saw him. Let me tell you something as adults, they're resentful as fuck. Why was money and women more important than me? Mm. Everybody a hood twin. Everybody got the same fucking birthday. I can't stop. Oh my God. Oh my, oh Jesus. Do you know I just realized the time? We got to get the fuck out of here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes on Arthur's Ghetto podcast. You forget
1: right, I swear. Okay, so. Oh, man, what a great conversation. Um, I'm so glad that we're being able to have it. And again, I want to thank the room for the discourse. And um, obviously, my amazing co-host who has continued to do this uh, with grace and fervor, guillotines for all, <laughs> as they would say. <laughs>
0: Period.
4: Yes, this um, is. This is the Earth is Ghetto podcast, a Black queer podcast, because oftentimes Black queer people are excluded from many talking points, so that is why me and Sydney started this podcast to begin with. Obviously, yes, if you are not Black and LGBT, you can still stay tuned and listen to this podcast if you want to further educate yourselves. But just know where you at. Keep it cute. uh, Act right. Act right. (laughs) But uh, yes, you can follow, um, you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. And if you're feeling extra generous, we got our cash App in our... Well, I got my cash up in my bio. Girl, you got your cash oh, up in there? Oh, shit. I'm Sure. Yeah. Girl, if, you're feeling, um, if you're feeling extra generous and you want to show extra, extra support for the Earth is Ghetto podcast brand, we have our cash shop in our bios as well. And yeah, we will see you hoes Wednesday. Indeed. We'll see y'all Wednesday morning. Bye
1: bitches. Bye.